Hello there and welcome to another moment of transformation via the Word of God. Uh, it's my prayer this moment that the Word of God coming is going to change you and it's going to transform your life. And let us pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. We want to appreciate you for this moment. We want to thank you for your word that you have prepared for us. The Bible says the entrance of your word gives light and it gives understanding to the simple. And I'm praying that as your word will be coming, there will be light, there will be understanding. This word will lighten our path in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I'm praying, Lord, that you will take this word from my lips through the ministry of the Holy Spirit to heal someone, spirit, soul, and body in Jesus' mighty name. I have prayed. Amen, amen, and amen. Yeah, welcome again, and let's get right into the word. This moment, I'll be sharing with you how to be blessed in your deed. How to be blessed in your deed. And I take my text from the book of James, chapter 1, verse 25. James, chapter 1, verse 25. The Bible says, But also look at into the perfect law of liberty, and continue it daring, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. Now, the Bible is so profound, and we have quite a number of keys in this verse that can help us in our sojourn on earth. And these vital keys are applicable to any vocation, any business any career and in everything or anything that we are doing so the first thing here is the bible says that but whoso now whoso here means anyone it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter what you're doing whether you're a doctor whether you're a businessman whether you're a student it doesn't matter who you are this word can change you from where you are to where you are supposed to be. So the question then is, what am I to do to be blessed in my deed? The first thing to do, key number one, is to look into the perfect law of liberty. Now it is being said that whatever you look at is what you will look like. Whatever you look at is what you will look like. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, that for we all, with an open face, beholding as in a glass, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. He said we are changed into that image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. It therefore means that our constant beholding of the word of the Lord by the ministry of the Holy Spirit has the capacity to change us into what we are beholding. So, if you can behold yourself from the word of the Lord that you are a success, then that is who you are going to be changed to become. If you are in business and you behold what the word of God is saying, the Holy Spirit has the capacity to change your business into what God is saying. So, if you are a student, and you constantly behold what God is saying from his word to you, the Holy Spirit has the capacity to change you into what the word is saying. 
So the first thing that is required of you is to look into the perfect law of liberty, which is the word of God. Now, the second key is that you will co- you must continue in what you are doing. Now, it is being said that continuity is the rule of the game. So, it is not just to behold today and <laughs> probably you behold on Monday and the next time you look into your word is Friday. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 makes us to understand that this book of the law must not depart out of your mouth, but you must meditate on it day and night, day and night. So, it calls for continuity. Number one, you must behold, but this beholding must be a continuous, consistent process. So, day by day, noon by noon, evening by evening, you must constantly behold the Word of God. And technology has made life so easy for us today that if you have a phone, then you have a Bible. So, you, you might not need to carry your letter Bible everywhere you go. You can literally just go with your phone and, you know, just behold something on a daily basis from the Word of God. Now, the key number three is that you must not be a forgetful hearer. Now, you are beholding and you are doing this continually, but you must not forget what you are doing. Then the question is, how do I retain the Word of God in me? To the point that I'm not going to forget. Now, let me give you the secret I've come to discover. And that is the key of meditation. Now, I liken meditation to the same way our digestive system works. Take, for example, you, you eat. Now, your digestive system breaks that food down. Now, once it is broken down, a part of that food that is needful to your body is absorbed into the wall of Eli. Now, the part that is not needed is cast out of your body by ingestion. So, it therefore means that the part that is absorbed into your body is the one that your body retains. Now, that is the same way that meditation works. Now, the word you behold, the word you are continuing in, that same word, engage the act of meditation with it. Let your spirit break down that word think over that word brood over that word now suck the juices out of that word and let it be absorbed into your spirit now what is in your head cannot stand the test of time whatever you stop in your mind cannot stand the test of the storm it is what you have stored up in your spirit or in your heart that can stand the test of time. Why? The art of a man is the seat of faith. The Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord, but it is with the art that a man believes. So when you have the word of God stored up in your heart as commanded in Colossians chapter 3 verse 16, so you have the word of God stored up in your heart. Faith is mixed in that heart. And what happens? You are battle ready. You are bullet loaded for anything that comes your way. Now the final key, the Bible says that but a doer of the work 
Now, this is key number four. Don't forget it. Key number one is that you must look into the perfect law of liberty. Number two key is that you must continue it. Number three key is that you must not be a forgetful hearer. Number four is that you must be a doer of what you have found. Now, this is where many people, many people miss out. This is where many people miss out. And that is because they do not do the work. Now, it is at the point of obedience that the miracle is waiting for you. John chapter 2 verse 5, Mary, the mother of Jesus, made a very profound statement. He said, whatsoever he tells you to do, you do it. You don't argue it. You don't just think it. You must back up your faith with action because as you have stored up the word in your heart, faith is generated. But you must give your faith the action by obedience to doing what the word of God says. So it is what practitioners that experience the wonders in the world, not those that quote the word, not those that cram the word, but those that practice the word, those that, those that do the word, they are the one that come back with the testimony. Now, there were some blind guys that came to Jesus Christ, they were blind and uh, Jesus told them, uh, 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 sorry, they were lepers, yeah, there were some lepers that came to Jesus Christ, and Jesus said, uh, go show yourself to the priest. They were leprous, you know, uh, and he said, go show yourself to the priest. And the Bible says, as they went, they were cleansed. Now, the point of their cleansing came when they did the work. Now, one of the most profound miracles I saw in the scriptures was, uh, the walking on the water of Peter. Now, I don't have an issue that Jesus walked on the water. Of course, Jesus, you know, is, a, is, is, the, is the Savior, you know, anointed Jesus and everything. But then, Peter said, Master, if it is you, can I come? And Jesus said, come. And the Bible says, because he acted on that word, he began to walk on the waters. It began to walk on the water. So it occurred to me that the miracle is always waiting for us at the point of acting on the word. Now, those are the four vital keys because the Bible says, This man shall be blessed in his deed. Any man that can walk by these four keys shall be blessed in his deed. I don't know your current state. I don't know where you had the moment. I don't know what's the state of things with your career, your business, your marriage, your health, your academics. But I bring you the word of God this moment. That if you can engage with these four vital keys, you will definitely return with a testimony by the grace of the Lord. Now, we will not close our podcast without giving somebody an opportunity to make the Lord Jesus the Lord of his life. Are you out there and you've never given your heart to Jesus? Or you were once saved and one thing led to the other, you backslid it. The Lord Jesus is reaching out to you this moment. He wants to receive you. Forgiveness is waiting for you. And it is yours to receive. So if you want to take this step of 
returning to the Lord. Why not say this prayer of faith with me and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner. I cannot help myself. I believe you died for me. And on the third day, you rose again. Right now, I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior. I am forgiven. I am justified. And I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you say that prayer, will believe you're born again. Uh, get on a good Bible-based church and give God first place in your life and it will take you to places you can ever imagine and until we come your way again i would say keep winning and winning and winning god bless you